Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. This is Thor, the Rock Warrior. You're listening to Talking Metal. Valhalla! Hi, this is Glenn Tipton from Judas Priest, and you're listening to Talking Metal. I am Dan Lorenzo from the Cursed Hades nonfiction and who knows what else, and I love the show Talking Metal, which is what you are listening to right now. Hello, this is Tony Iommi, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hey, this is Luke from Sound and Fury, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hi, this is Alex Grossi, and you're listening to Talking Metal, biatch. This is Michael Grant with Endeavor Raster, and you're listening to Talking Metal. What's up, Robin X? This is Billy Milano from SOD and MOD, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hi, this is Ozzy Osbourne, and you're listening to Talking Metal. <laughs> yeah, this is Jim Brewer, and you're listening to Talking Metal! Hey, this is Vizio, you're rocking with Talking Metal! Fucking it! This is Gilby Clark, and we're talking metal. Hi, this is Phil Cohen from Death Leopard, and you are listening to Talking Metal. Hey, this is John Five from Rob Zombie, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hi, this is Hank Up from Children of Bodom, and you're listening to Talking Metal. This is the Sean Hollis from the Talking Metal forums, reminding you to throw your horns high and bang your head hard. You're listening to Talking Metal. The best hard rock, the best heavy metal, Talking Metal. A podcast hosted by Mark Striegel and John Astronomy. Available through iTunes and most other podcast providers. Feel the power. Feel the glory. TalkingMetal.com Hey guys, welcome back. Happy New Year. Talking Metal style. Let's do this up. We got John Astronomy in the studio hitting you 2009, a whole new year. I'm going to have to uh, update the year on the astronomy website. The only thing I ever change year to year is just the year on the homepage. That's it. Yeah, so check that out at astronomy.net. <laughs> yeah. One small change. It will now say start date 2009. It's like a production for me to do that once a year. Also, check us out on youtube.com slash talking metal. A lot of great clips up there, including interviews we did with our friend Sammy from Rocket Out blog. Uh, those are great little talking metal clips for any of you diehard talking metal fans rocket out blog there's four talking metal clips up there check them out twitter.com slash talking metal you got myspace.com slash talking metal you got the talking metal forums.com i wanted to thank 
Velvet Roses for doing drawings of all us Talking Metal Head forum users. Uh, thanks for doing that, Velvet Roses. And I think our friend, is it Gigi or something, helped her out with that? Absolutely. Those were great, cool little caricatures of everybody and their personalities. And they even did two for me and you, which was pretty cool, two or three each. And uh, Anna, I also want to send a special thanks out to you for being such an amazing commenter uh, back on the Fuse blog and uh, without a doubt the Talking Metal forums. You are super cool. Thank you. This is New Creator, Hordes of Chaos. It's the title track off the new record. Hordes of Chaos by Creator. And I've always loved the spelling of Creator. It starts with a K, by the way, not a C. Yes, definitely. Chinese Democracy was one of my favorite albums of 2008. I mean, what an amazing first week it had. It was the number one record worldwide, number one album in Canada. It was the number three album in the U.S. Believe it or not, it even sold more than the first Velvet Revolver record, Contraband, when it came out its first week. Great first week numbers. 
despite what you're reading in the biased anti-Guns N' Roses media. Yeah, man. I love the album, as you guys all know. There are so many great songs on it. And for anybody to cut down the great numbers that Chinese Democracy sold is not, in my opinion, playing with a full deck because to sell you know, hundreds of thousands of albums, 200 and some thousand your first week in today's economic times, I think is amazing. Definitely. Here's a letter that comes in. I got a bunch of letters, guys. I, we're not, we don't have time to read them today, but a lot of long re- letters that you guys have written to us that we will get to soon. This says, hey, just wanted to say a big congrats to you guys. Was good to see your names in the Chinese democracy. Liner notes. Love the album. Hope it's not the last we hear from Guns N' Roses. Party on, Stuart in England. Hey, man, thanks. It was an honor and a surprise for us to be thanked in the Chinese Democracy liner notes, and uh, really amazing. We were psyched. Yeah, no doubt about it. From from uh, staking out Sanctuary Management to being thanked on the album is a really, really cool thing. Thank you, Guns N' Roses, and thank you, Bumblefoot, the one and only Bumblefoot, who has truly become a member of the Talking Metal family, man. He's been there for us so many times. Definitely. Right now, we're going to play Two Weeks by a great band, All That Remains. We interviewed Phil a while back. If you haven't heard that interview, go back through the Talking Metal archives on TalkingMetal.com and check it out. Right now, Two Weeks by All That Remains.
That was two weeks by All That Remains right here on Talking Metal. You can buy it on iTunes. Check our show notes. We will provide a link. And right now, I want to tell you guys about our upcoming performance, February 7th in Clifton, New Jersey. The band is called Screaming Metal. It features Mark and me with Ellen Tecchio, Dan Lorenzo, both from Hades and Nonfiction, and Ron Lipnicki from the great band Overkill. We're going to have a ton of special guests that we'll be announcing shortly, and you never know what's going to happen. This is going to be a great, great hard rock and heavy metal cover gig. Right, Mark? Yeah, the special guests are shaping up quite nice. Uh, you know, Exodus, Overkill, and I'm not just talking about Ron, um, Halford's band, maybe some guests coming down from Sebastian Bach's band. Who knows, maybe even Guns N' Roses. We'll see what goes on. It's going to be an all-out heavy metal, rock and roll party, talking metal style, a.k.a. screaming metal is the band. Get your asses down there, guys. We want you to come down, support. This is going to be a fun hangout gig with lots of great classic heavy metal tracks, all covers from the 70s and 1980s. Going back, old school. It's going to be a lot of fun. And speaking of old school, Thor. Thor is out of control. We've interviewed him once before on Talking Metal. You're going to interview him right now. And I'm sure we're going to have Thor on Talking Metal again in the future. You know, I said Thor was old school, which is true. He's got a lot of great old tracks. But the, uh, the other thing that's real cool about this guy is he's putting out more music now than he ever has. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about his new music. And we're going to end today's show with some new music. Men of Might will be the song we end today's show with, which is available on iTunes. We will provide a link for that song. And right now we're going to play an old classic, followed by my interview with the one, the mighty Thor, followed by some new Thor music, Men of Might. It's brewing in the wind Face the strength of our resolve The riots run again Oh, anger, anger is my middle name Oh 
Mark Striegel from Talking Metal, and on the line all the way from Vancouver, Canada, calling me here in New York City is Thor. How are you, Thor? Hi, Mark. I'm uh, very, very excited to be speaking with you today. We are excited to have you on the show. You were on the show, I think, two or three years ago, and it is uh, long overdue. We need to have you back on Talking Metal, and we're psyched to have you back here on the line with us. You have some great stuff going on, kind of uh, that ties into music. It has to do with your sportswear company and also the Vancouver Millionaires and the Vancouver Giants. Explain this to me. What is going on with this? Well, throughout my career, I've always been an athlete, a bodybuilding champion. Uh, I've I've been, of course, a recording artist. Uh, I've been in films. I always feel that it's sports and entertainment, and the cross-marketing is a perfect meld uh, uh, for this. And uh, even the gladiator battles uh, that we wrote about on the the song uh, Only the uh, Strong and and the the album Only the Strong, uh, those were the sports events of the time. So uh, here I am... uh, uh, 1999, I resurrected from the dead a 1915 Stanley Cup championship team from Vancouver. Vancouver's never won a Stanley Cup since 1915. People forgot about this team. I resurrected them. I remarketed them, reinvented them, the Vancouver Millionaires. And now we have millionaire mania going on here in Vancouver the Vancouver Giants of the WHL two weeks ago at the Pacific Coliseum in front of 15,000 fans. The Stanley Cup was brought in. Uh, Dave Schultz came in. Corn YA. Dave Schultz, of course, played for the Philadelphia Flyers. The the place was mayhem, and they played uh, cuts from my uh, re-released album, uh, Keep the Dogs Away, the 30th Anniversary Extended Edition. And the place was a madhouse. There was, and, and now I can't keep the uniforms uh, in the, the stores long enough. I mean, I've got to ship some over from right now from Japan, uniforms that are being manufactured. The ship broke down, coming from China, stuck in Japan, and uniforms are coming uh, from across the seas to honor all these orders. Wow. And uh, I have a special jersey, the Thor Vancouver Millionaires Flying Wing. Now, when you say you resurrected them, you mean you took the actual logo that they used to use way back in 1915 and you're your marketing that once again? Yes, it's, it's, it's basically the, the, a similar symbol. However, uh, Catherine Elo, who is the vice president of Vancouver Millionaire Sports Limited and also head of the design department, uh, uh, redesigned the logo so it's almost identical but it's still original, so it's actually her copyright, hmm. but our trademark. I own the trademark of that V. Um, so it's, it's, if you look at the symbols, they're almost identical, but she did it like a piece of art, not fonts, but like an original piece of art with each, each uh, letter painstakingly putting it uh, in the format. Wow. And, and so you had the Vancouver Giants actually playing a game in, in the, the millionaire stuff? That's right. They played cuts from our album, Keep the Dogs Away, as they skated onto the ice, and they wore the exact uniforms. Of course, back in 1915, they wore sweaters. Wow. 
and uh, the sweaters would get wet when they fell on the ice, and and they'd be soaking wet right through the through the game. Nowadays, we have the special uh, super air knit jerseys, you know, super uh, performance jerseys that we manufacture, and uh, they wore those because that's the standard of the league. You have to go through the CHL, the WHL, everybody um, uh, to get total confirmation that you can do this sort of thing. And they wore the full uniforms, even uh, cream pants, the cream pants that nobody's wearing these days. It totally blew everybody away, all the television uh, sportscasters, the the radio sportscasters said it's the best uh, third jersey anyone has ever seen in in hockey history. Cool. Now, did you grow up playing hockey, or were you just a big fan? No, I, well, both, right? I, I grew up playing hockey. I was a fan. I organized. As a young boy, I organized my own leagues, wow. and named my own teams. I supplied uniforms to all the players. Every, every garage was there. The Hudson Darts had a garage uh, for their home uh, arena. Uh, my home, home team, uh, you know, the uh, Rangers, I was the uh, Camby Street Rangers, and we had our basement. That was our home arena, and so on and so forth. I was that kind of guy, right, always organizing, always making uniforms, making trophies, and uh, making leagues happen. And at the same time, were you starting to get into music and do the band thing? Same time, I was doing bodybuilding, entering physique championships at a young age, and I was in rock bands. And I I always was a multimedia guy ever since uh, I was a kid. Yeah, and I I would add that you must just have an incredible work ethic, which I think carries through even to what you're up to nowadays with with so many different things. I mean, just your music alone. Now, granted, you have stuff that's going outside, going on outside of, of what you do musically, but just since the last time we spoke with you, which I think was back when you put out Against the World, I mean, there's like yes. three or four new records of, of material out since then, and uh, it, it just blows my mind that you're still turning out so much music. I just like to talk about some of this, the stuff that's out there uh, recently, within the last five years, actually within the last four years, uh, Against the World was a great record where you kind of return to oh, more of a, a glitter, hard rock sound. And there were so many great songs on this record. Glimmer, still one of my favorite Thor songs. Me- Megaton Man. Let's talk about that record. What's your memories of recording that record? And what well, I had a great time recording yeah, I had a great time recording that record in California, Los Angeles, California, with my very good friends, and they're like brothers to me, these guys, uh, Bruce Duff and Frank Meyer. Um, they, they produced the album. Uh, their, their company's called The Messiahs, and we, we did it right out of Hollywood there, and, and uh, I just enjoyed every moment in writing the songs with Frank uh, Meyer and Bruce were, were just so much so, it was so much fun. I just enjoy it. And, and, and it, it took me back to my roots of the, the glitter rock era of which I came out of. Um, you know, I played, I, I, you know, I, go, I have four decades of rock. 60s, you know, I wore the suits and ties and played in Beatle-type bands. And then we got a little heavier with influence by Iron Butterfly. But then, 
in the early seven, we went full blown glitter rock, you know, along with Alice Cooper and and Bowie and and uh, Kiss and everybody. And so um, this that album took me back to that period, the glitter rock era, and and uh, gave me great memories, great feelings when I play those songs live. And the song Glimmer actually was the theme song for a movie with Lou Diamond Phillips that I was in uh, called Murder at the Presidio. And that was shown quite a bit on, uh, I believe, USA Network. Oh, very cool. And again, what you said I think is perfect. If we have any KISS fans out there, any Alice Cooper fans, an album you have to have in your collection is Thor Against the World. Then about probably only about a year, maybe a year and a half later, you hit us really hard with the devastation of musculation, right? I decided to give you uh, and give everybody, hey, the taste of the glitter rock. Well, then was what was the next phase I did? It was, it was very similar to when I did Keep the Dogs Away, and it was more of a power pop album in 1978. And then I came back with Unchained, which was a heavy metal album because heavy metal was the rage in the early 80s, right? And we went to England and had a number one hit with uh, Thunder and the Tundra, and then, then we put out Only the Strong, which is a really strong, you know, Judas Priest-type metal album, right? Right. So Devastation of Musculation was the answer back to the uh, Glitter Rock album uh, that was Thor Against the World. A lot of great songs in that record. Uh, one, one, I like all the heavy songs on that record, but i got to tell you, one of the the songs on that record that I think is just an overlooked gem, it should have been a worldwide hit, is a song called Abandoned. So great. I, uh, it's amazing you say that because so many people have told me Abandon had it been on a major label would have been a worldwide hit. Oh, absolutely. Uh, right up there with bands like Nickelback and some of the others. Um, I just, think it's uh, better than anything Nickelback has put out, personally. That's, that's me. I, th- I think so, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree is. with you. Uh, Nickelback, they, uh, uh, you know, uh, those guys just live down the street from me. So, uh I'll go, I'll go over and tell, tell them that. Okay. Um, <laughs> now, but uh, go ahead. Now, after that, we, we got hit with Into the Music. Now, that, that was originally a, uh, just a digital-only release that then later was released on CD. Is that correct? Yeah, Into the Noise. Uh, so, but, but, but you're forgetting that uh, also um, on digital-only, I also released a Thor and the Imps album. Uh, I released... Uh, Thor Volume 1, 2, and 3 on digital only, uh, which were very, very successful. I didn't right. put those on CD. I just put them through Smogvale Records cool. uh, digitally. So uh, that was done. And, there and was then Steam yes, Clock, uh, too, the, right? Excuse me? Steam Clock? Steam Clock was only just released now, right. just on digital. Into the Noise was released first on digital, but did so well uh, on downloads that we released it on CD. And I went uh, out on uh, SDR Records, distributed by Lumberjack Mortem in the United States, Scratch, uh, uh, and uh, Fab in uh, Canada. And Into the Noise has a couple instrumental tracks on it. Do you play guitar on those? No. Steve Price, uh, my guitarist who lives in uh, Boca Raton, Florida, I, I consider him one of the greatest guitar players in the world. Absolutely. Uh, right up there with Randy Rhodes, Jimmy Page. Uh, any of the greats, and uh, he is just an incredible guitar player, and he played the instrumentals uh, uh, on that album. My feeling was I wanted to have 
back in the old days, the Vikings would gather around the campfire and tell their stories of battle and of, the, of hunting, and there'd be a minstrel. So they would sing songs, and then the minstrel would play an instrumental, and then they'd sing songs of great battle again, and the instru- instrumental would come back with the, with the minstrel. And that's what I wanted to portray in this modern century, that kind of feel, and that's what Into, no- Into the Noise has. So you'll hear instrumentals, and you'll also hear uh, some, I think, some great songs on there, great anthems. Yeah, and then Steam Clock was just a recent release, which is digital only. Do you find yes, it, uh, is it easier nowadays to do the digital only thing? Uh, a, lot of, a lot of guys are like, oh, I don't want to do that. I still want to put the CD out there. People need to still hold the artwork in their hand. How do you feel about that? Well, um, at the same time, we just re- uh, re-released Keep the Dogs Away right, the 30th uh, anniversary edition, and that's on CD. So you got Keep the Dogs Away on CD, and then you can go on the Internet and get the, the brand-new Steam Clock album, which I think some people are saying Steam Clock is one of our greatest albums we've ever done. It's got some amazing songs on there. Men of Might is an excellent song off of Steam Clock. Yeah, Men of Might. In fact, our good friends Arno Corps, the Maniac version we dedicated to uh, Arno Core, uh, the All Schwarzenegger band, uh, as a tribute to them because they're good friends of ours, and uh, we had just a great show in San Francisco not long ago where they just the crowd just went berserk and almost tore the place apart down at Slim's in uh, San Francisco. So we have fun, uh, sometimes I'll write about fond memories and great times and. When warriors unite, and uh, so, but, wait, so, so we have two, two Arnold Schwarzenegger band. Yeah, Arnold. I don't know if you ever heard of them. They're called Arno Core Holtzfuhrer is the leader of the band, and uh, they they uh, sing about uh, songs like Predator, Conan the Barbarian, oh, nice. Terminator, and uh, each guy in the band is uh, is looks like Schwarzenegger. Uh, from one of uh, each one of his movies, one guy's Conan, one guy's The Terminator, one guy's from Predator. So uh, they're a very exciting band, and uh, and we're great comrades, great great friends, great fellow warriors. Very cool. Now you mentioned a lot of the the older classic records that we all grew up on, albums like Keep the Dogs Away, Only the Strong, Unchained, and one thing. I have a complaint about is is that I use iTunes a lot, and we can at least right now cannot get any of those albums on iTunes. Is there a reason for that? And do you think we'll eventually get them up there on iTunes, or you like to just keep well, them on um, CD? On iTunes right now, if you look, there's Volume One, Volume Two, and Volume Three. There are songs uh, that, uh, although they're not the original versions from Only the Strong you can download uh, uh, you know, Raising Hell and a, a lot of stuff that was on Only the Strong um, you know, from Volume 1, 2, and 3. Although we have a new deal that's going to be happening because we're going to be doing a world global tour uh, coming up in 2009. We'll start off in Los Angeles, come to New York, and then hop over the Atlantic and play Sweden, Finland, Germany, uh, Italy, uh, Greece, and England. 
this will be happening in, in uh, May and June of uh, 2009. Wow. Um, so um, you know, we're very excited about that. And with that, uh, Ectro Records, who uh, they're in Europe, they just released uh, Live in Detroit, and they're going to be releasing only the strong, both digitally and the CD. Oh, okay, cool. Very cool. And the 30th anniversary of Keep the Dogs Away, it, that's the original recordings, or is that something you've gone back and, and redone those songs? No, these are the original recordings. Uh, we do have bonus tracks on there. There's one I wrote with Alice Cooper called I'm Thor as a bonus track. Oh, cool. uh, there's um, some other songs that never made the album as bonus tracks, but uh, the main crux of the album and the ten songs are the are the original uh, from the original tape uh, from Keep the Dogs Away, and it's just been remastered. But we put some bonuses on there just for fun, because I think it's uh, the book is a beautiful twelve-page booklet. There's just a lot of uh, fun things in there, and and uh, things that happened, and uh, even old receipts from steel bars and bricks, and you know, just it just a uh, it was done by Michael Pilmer, who heads the uh, Thor uh, fan club, and he does the webmastering for ThorCentral.com, and, and he just, just uh, does a great job with the artwork. He just captures it from the archives perfectly. So where is the best place to get stuff like Keep the Dogs Away and the Live in Detroit from 1985 CD? Is it at your you website? You can always... I, I Google everything, right? Anytime I want information, I put, like, Thor, keep the dogs away in there. I'll put Thor, Steam Clock. Um, Steam Clock is doing so well, it's going to come out on CD. Because I just talked to the president of Scratch Records uh, yesterday. He says, uh, you know, they tested it out on, uh, on, uh, on eMusic and iTunes, and they said, you know, this is doing so well. We're, uh, next year we're releasing a, uh, a CD on Steam Clock, so... That's going to be coming out, but <clears throat> yeah, just just go to Scratch Records, ScratchRecords.com, and you'll uh, be able to find out where you can purchase "Keep the Dogs Away" or any of our other albums, for that matter. Is Unchained also, out on CD? Is that available on CD? Unchained? Yeah. Uh, no, it will be though. Oh, okay, uh, okay. We're going to be putting out Unchained with bonus tracks, oh, very cool. special bonus tracks. A lot of these products will be coming out for our world tour next year. Great. Well, you got to keep me posted when you guys come through New York. I want to be there. You said probably May or June 2009? Yes, we're going to open up in Los Angeles at the Monster Palooza. Uh, then we're coming into New York, uh, and then we're going to head, head, head off uh, to Europe from there. Cool. But those are the two main places we want to play in uh, North America for this world tour. When you look back at your bodybuilding career in, in the 1970s and into the 1980s, did you ever run into guys like Lou Ferrigno and Arnold Schwarzenegger? Of course, uh, I competed against those guys. I, uh, I went against Louis Ferrigno in 1971 in New York City uh, for uh, Mr. Teenage America wow. and almost defeated Louis Ferrigno. Unfortunately, he was a little bit bigger than I was at the time. <laughs> and uh, he, he, I think he, he beat me by one point in Mr. Teenage America. 1971. The next year, I came back and I won Mr. Teenage America. Uh, the next year, uh, then I also won uh, Mr. USA, Mr. Canada, Mr. North America. I went against uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, in New York City as well, back for Mr. World. Uh, 
Um, so, uh, yeah, I've competed with these guys, come across these guys, and uh, have a lot of stories to tell about these guys. And both nice guys? Well, Any? let me tell you a story about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, sure. Uh, I was competing in New York uh, uh, with Schwarzenegger, and uh, he was backstage, right? And there was, suddenly there was a hustle and bustle, a crowd gathering around. And, uh, you know, I'm just like a young kid, you know, like 18 years old. And I go, oh, man, look at that. You know, and everybody's going, oh, wow, look at that. And you wonder what's going on, right? The thing is, Arnold Schwarzenegger had his trunks down. One of the girls in the Ms. Universe contest was giving him a blowjob. And while she was giving him a blowjob, he was posing. Really? So, uh, yeah, Joe Weider came backstage, and he says, Arnold, what are you doing? And he says, I am pumping up. So <laughs> that was his way of pumping up. Nice. He, he, you know, the, the movie The Terminator perfectly lets people know what Arnold really was. I don't think Arnold was acting when he played the Terminator, you know, because originally he was going to be the good guy yeah. in the Terminator, but he ended up being the bad guy, which was uh, a big, uh, uh, an important move on his career because it, because the Terminator is what really made Arnold's career. It wasn't really Conan; it was Terminator that just got him into the next level, and he played it perfectly. Right. Well, thanks for the great stories, and thanks for all the info on the music. I wanted to mention that a lot of those records, Into the Noise, Steam Clock, um, Devastation of Musculation, uh, Against the World, all the stuff we kind of started off today's interview talking about, I mean, that's all stuff that you put out, like full-length albums that you put out within like a four-year period. It really blows my mind, not to mention all the, uh, the best-of stuff you were mentioning, too. It's just so much music coming out of you that it's... Uh, it's really incredible, and some of these younger bands that put out a record every four years should really look up to you and uh, take a note of your hard work ethic. Well, you know, we're utilizing the technology uh, of the day. You know, I've been around four decades of rock, and every decade I use the technology that's available to me. And I gave a, a class yesterday. I was teaching at the Pacific uh, Institute of Recording and Technology, and uh, uh, they called me Professor Thor. And uh, all the young kids knew about my records, knew about what I was doing. In fact, I got a standing ovation at the, at the end of the class. And uh, the, the fact is, I told them, use a technology that's available uh, to you to use to market your product. And that's what we're doing. If you go on YouTube, we're getting thousands and thousands of hits on, on, on so many videos. We've got tons of videos that are on YouTube being put up by all kinds of fans and, and production companies. Uh, when we were on tour, they, they were filming us, and, and, uh, and collages were put together. So we're getting a lot of mileage out of that. It's helping with record sales and, of course, the digital downloading. Um, there's just so much that's going on. And... Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing to me. So I'm having a lot of fun with it. And uh, the music business to me right now is great. I think there's more people that know about Thor around the world than ever. The offers that are coming in are spectacular, like to, to go over to Europe. You know, it's amazing offers. And, uh, 
you know, watch out, Man of War, we're ready for you. Right. You, know, you try there to you copy go. my concept, we're ready. We're going to smash you, Man of War. You ready? <laughs> all right, Thor. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We will have links up in today's show notes for all the listeners to check out Thor music on iTunes, and we'll have links up to where you can buy the CDs and all that good stuff. And we cannot wait for you to roll through New York City in 2009, we'd love to do an in-person interview with you if that's uh, if that's a possibility when you're in New York City. It, it would be my pleasure and honor, and I, I just want to tell you I really, really appreciate uh, your support over all these years, and we can hardly wait uh, to come into New York and and give the show of shows. We're going to give everything we got plus the kitchen sink. Well, we will be there supporting. Absolutely. And if we could get a Talking Metal ID from you before you leave, just saying your name and you are listening to Talking Metal. Yes. Whenever you're ready. Okay. This is Thor, the Rock Warrior. You're listening to Talking Metal. That is probably our best ID yet. Thank you so much, Thor. Thank you, Mark. Please keep in touch. Please do. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. Later. Bye. Bye.